It's one thing falling in love with a house, picturing yourself moving in and calling it home, and quite another navigating the world of price negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. An agent who's a Realtor can make understanding that world easier. Realtors have the expertise, access to proprietary data, and tools to help you get from imagining living somewhere to actually doing it. That's the kind of help we can provide. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Grammar Girl here. I'm Mignon Fogarty, and you can think of me as your friendly guide to the English language. We talk about writing, history, rules, and other cool stuff. Today, we'll talk about all the different words of the year and bee kisses. The word of the year announcements always fascinate me and give a real look into the zeitgeist and the ways different people and countries experienced the last year. And I'm sure it won't surprise most of you that most of last year's words were about the pandemic and politics. The clear winner for 2021 was vaccine, which was the word of the year from Merriam-Webster, The Economist, the Foundation for Emerging Spanish in Spain, and by vote from the readers of the Portugal News. And then Oxford Languages also chose a variation of the word vax. Most of the online dictionaries use their lookup data or corpus data to choose or at least narrow down their choices. For example, in a recent interview in the Zoom show called That Word Chat, hosted by Mark Allen, who you may know on Twitter as Editor Mark, Peter Sokolowski, editor-at-large at Merriam-Webster, said that for the entire year, vaccine was in the top 20 or 25 words people were looking up on their site, and that lookups for that word were 1,048% higher than in 2019. He said that all the way back in May, they were thinking that this would likely be the word of the year because it was just so huge. And in fact, Merriam-Webster also updated their definition of vaccine in May because the new technology, the mRNA vaccines, meant that their definition was out of date because it had previously said that a vaccine was, quote, a preparation of killed microorganisms, living attenuated organisms, or living fully virulent organisms that's administered to produce or artificially increase immunity to a particular disease, unquote. But that's not exactly how mRNA vaccines work. And since the press was talking about mRNA vaccines almost nonstop, Peter said there was an urgent need for more specificity in their definition. So it now has much more information, and they also changed the word immunity to immune response, which now also has its own entry. So a lot of expansion there. The word vax also jumped out from the data to the Oxford Languages people. Fiona McPherson, the senior editor for New Words, said Oxford found that people were using Vax 72 times more often than last year. And she said they also liked that it was, quote, punchy, snappy, and more attention-grabbing, unquote, than vaccine. 
And they liked that it's what language people call a productive word. So it gave us a bunch of other words and phrases like vaccinista, vaxophone, anti-vaxxer, vax sites, double vaxxed, and fully vaxxed. And how to spell some of those words was also an area of huge debate. Is vax with one X or two? Does fully vaxed have one X or two? Well, both spellings of both types of words are out there in the world, but lexicographers say that when it's all by itself, vax with one X is more common, but when it's inflected like in double vaxed, it's usually written with two X's. Ben Zimmer, chair of the American Dialect Society New Words Committee and a language columnist for the Wall Street Journal, says that he thinks it's probably modeled on the word doxed, which means to have publicly and usually maliciously released personal information about someone, because that word is also often spelled with two X's. Amanda Loggison, director of the Australian National Dictionary Center, said double vaxxed was also on their shortlist, and that vaccine and vax have dominated in Australia too. But ultimately, they chose stroll out as the word of the year. That's a critical word used a lot in Australia and a little bit in New Zealand to describe the slow rollout of vaccination programs. Amanda said their goal is to choose words that are specific to Australian usage and not just generally popular worldwide. Now, although stroll out had occasionally been used earlier, it seems that the word got a big boost in May when the secretary of the Australian Council of Trade Unions tweeted, we don't have a vaccine rollout, we have a vaccine stroll out. Because we humans do love a good rhyme. And the nice thing about this word, too, is that it may have uses in the future beyond the pandemic, since there are likely to be other completely unrelated government programs that feel like they've been rolled out too slowly, too. Yep, stroll out has a promising future. Cambridge Dictionary chose a more broad word this year, perseverance. Publishing manager Wendelin Nichols says their audience is much more global than the other dictionaries that pick words of the year, and that their focus is on English learners, so their data was very different. They did not see a spike in the words vaccine or vax, for example. Perseverance initially spiked on their site in February, when NASA's Perseverance rover made its final descent to Mars. But then, in the following months, it just kept on showing up in the data. Perseverance persevered, so to speak. Wendelin pointed out that while perseverance is something we've needed to deal with COVID-19, we've also needed it to deal with natural disasters and political conflict. So it's a word that covered a lot of ground this year. And as a site for language learners, they also liked that it gave them an opportunity to create teaching materials, for example, highlighting similar words like determination, doggedness, and stick to Haggard Hawks, a popular Twitter account about obscure words run by Paul Anthony Jones, chose a word a bit like Cambridge Dictionaries in that it could apply to all the problems of the year— Overmused, a word from the 17th century that means worn out from thinking too much. Too much musing. Overmused. Moving on from the pandemic and pandemic adjacent words, we have Collins Dictionary, which chose NFT, and Dictionary.com, which chose allyship. NFT is an abbreviation for non fungible token. 
You may be most familiar with it in relationship to digital art, like pictures of apes that celebrities have been trading for embarrassing amounts of money. I had heard of NFTs before last year, but they definitely came much more into the mainstream in 2021, and it seemed like they were everywhere near the end of the year. I finally got a sense of what they were when I discovered games like Axie Infinity, in which you own the characters you play, which are technically NFTs. Moving on, John Kelly, Associate Director of Content and Education at Dictionary.com, said that vaccine and vax spiked on their site too, although maybe not as much as on other sites. It was one of their top contenders, but there wasn't a real obvious standout in their search data. So they went on to look at their corpus data and words in the news, and they kept seeing conversations about who gets a voice, who gets valued, who gets space. And they saw that in the big picture, these were stories about allyship. To them, that word really reflected the zeitgeist of the year and brought together things they were seeing in their data and in the culture. Allyship is defined as the status or role of a person who advocates and actively works for the inclusion of a marginalized or politicized group in all areas of society, not as a member of the group, but in solidarity with its struggle and point of view under its leadership. And John said this is an unusual choice in that it's also a new word that was added to the dictionary this year, so it's not often that a new word becomes also the word of the year. The next group of words all come from the vote at the American Dialect Society annual meeting, where about 300 attendees voted on one big word of the year, the word of the year, and also on words for fun categories like most likely to succeed and most useful word. Vaccine and vax came in second in the vote, but the winner was insurrection, which incidentally Cambridge Dictionary, Merriam-Webster, and Dictionary.com also specifically mentioned as a word they saw spike on their sites. Ben Zimmer, who oversees the American Dialect Society voting, commented in that word chat that it's a little unusual for a word that gets a lot of attention at the beginning of the year to win the vote that comes at the end of the year and said further in a press release, quote, More than a year after the attack on the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, the nation is still coming to grips with what happened that day. At the time, words like coup, sedition, and riot were used to describe the disturbing events at the Capitol. But insurrection, a term for a violent attempt to take control of the government, is the one that many felt best encapsulates the threat to democracy experienced that day, unquote. I do love the smaller categories in the ADS voting, and often they come up with words I haven't heard before but that are emerging. You may remember last year pog and poggers were discussed during the voting, and I've noticed that I've been hearing them more this year. So sometimes these smaller categories are kind of cutting edge, at least for people my age. Examples from this year include yassify, which was the informal word of the year and means to apply image filters to a person's photo to transform it into a cartoonishly beautiful image and more generally to make something beautiful or glamorous. As in, did they yassify this picture? Something's off. Or maybe I should yassify my hair like this. An alive, which is the euphemism of the year, and is a term used as a substitute for suicide or kill to avoid social media filters. 
as in most of your time as the parent of a freshly baked human is spent keeping it from trying to unalive itself. And finally, my favorite of the whole bunch, hard pants, which was the most useful word of the year and refers to pants that lack an elastic waistband or stretchy fabric, unlike the soft pants favored by people working from home during the pandemic. And this is getting a little long, but I have one more word I want to tell you about because it's especially fun. Lynn Murphy, who runs the Separated by a Common Language blog, chooses a British word that's invading America each year. And this year, she says the British use of the word university is becoming more and more common in American English. Whereas Americans used to almost always say they did something in college, I studied English in college, corpus data shows that more Americans are saying the more British-sounding in university, as in, I studied English in university. The especially interesting thing is that while this sounds British to us Americans, it's actually not quite right, because British people are much more likely to say, at university, I studied English at university. So it seems we're trying to mimic the British, but still putting our American spin on it by just replacing the word college in university instead of in college, instead of adopting the whole British at university phrase. And that, that's fascinating to me. So those are some of the big words of the year. And now it's time to start keeping our list of what we might want to consider for next year. Finally, I have a short Familact story for you. We have a Familact story for you. When my now seven-year-old was a little toddler, when he gave us kisses, he would make a sound that sounded a little bit like a beep, and that has morphed into our family referring kisses to bees. Bees. Just like that. That's our story. Bye. Thanks for sharing that cute story. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. You can find articles that go with each podcast segment at my website, quickanddirtytips.com. Thanks to my audio engineer, Nathan Sams, and my editor, Adam Cecil. Our assistant manager is Emily Miller, and our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And our operations and editorial manager has been Michelle Margulis, who is moving on to be the new manager of content publishing and operations at SiriusXM. Michelle is an absolute gem, and we are going to miss her terribly, terribly. Don't go. But we wish her luck. Treat her well, Sirius. And we are also hiring to fill her position. So if you're a podcast business person and you think you could fill Michelle's very big shoes at Quick and Dirty Tips, check out the job listing from McMillan on LinkedIn. McMillan operates the Quick and Dirty Tips network. I posted a link to the job listing on my personal LinkedIn page and to my Grammar Girl Twitter account. That's all. Thanks for listening. It's one thing falling in love with a house, picturing yourself moving in and calling it home, and quite another navigating the world of price negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. An agent who's a Realtor can make understanding that world easier. Realtors have the expertise, access to proprietary data, and tools to help you get from imagining living somewhere to actually doing it. That's the kind of help we can provide. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. 
With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.